Welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about African first ladies. When we talk about first ladies, especially in Africa, a lot of people don't pay attention to them. You know, we don't consider them as important until we see them at maybe nationwide events or state events or something. We see them beside their husbands and all of that. Some of the first ladies we know, we love them. Others really vilify them. Others don't like them because we think that they support their husbands. Um, wives of those presidents that we feel, you know, don't do anything. They just sit there, look pretty. And, you know, their husbands make decisions that hurt the people and they just sit there and support them. You know, we just, in our heads, we tend to see them as figureheads, you know. They're just sitting there. They're just you know, important because they are married to the president and they don't really do much, maybe once in a while, just set up a foundation to make themselves feel important. But what we fail to realize is that they bear the brunt of a lot of things. They're the ones married to the heads of states. They're the ones that these presidents go home to. They are the ones that will have to listen to the burdens, you know, of their husbands, of the nation, whatever happened at work, whatever's happening, if the nation is hating on the man, whether his wife has anything to do with it or not, she's also hated just because she's married to the man. She has to take care of the children. She has to change her lifestyle. She has to be alienated from a lot of people and a lot of things. Her whole life has to change the moment she becomes first lady. It can't be business as usual. It can't be the way she used to be. She can't do the things she used to do and enjoy when she was, you know, a normal, ordinary citizen and all of that. We don't pay attention to the work they also do. Sometimes what people don't realize is that when the presidents make decisions, some of it comes out from the bedroom. <laughs> Sounds funny, but it comes out from conversations, deep conversations that they may have had with their wives. Some women are able to influence their husbands and turn their decisions around to favor the people because women are nurturing. Women are loving. Women are caring. They are mothers. They are the ones who are the unifying figures you know they serve they serve not only the people they serve their husbands as well they serve everything that has to do with the office they have to comply to what the first lady's duties are supposed to be even when she doesn't like it even if it's not in her person even if her personality does not agree with it she has to accept the fact that her husband has become this person these are the women that sit down, they're normal, you know, they live normal lives. And then one day the husband comes in and says, oh, I have political ambition. I want to do X, Y, Z. Because of the love for the husband and the fact that she knows that her husband wants to serve, at least most of them, she has to agree. She has to accept it. A woman who once had a private life, who was once quiet and doing her thing, all of a sudden gets into the limelight and start to receive things that, you know, ordinarily she wouldn't, but because she has accepted for her husband to take on the role of ruling the nation she's dragged into every little thing but i think that you know we should celebrate them you know we should let them know that we actually know that they are doing a lot of work behind the scenes they might not be seen and heard all the time but they are doing a lot of work because they make sure that the presidents function as normal people yeah and these are all strong women 
for a long time, um, Africa had one female president from Liberia, um, Ellen Johnson Sirleaf. But the moment she her tenure expired in January of 2018, you know, Liberia had to get a new president and they voted for a man. So which means that every single country right now in Africa as we speak has a male president, I believe. Um, if my information is not correct, please feel free to comment and let me know. We're all here to learn and understand. But yeah, across the continent, several first ladies have been recognized, applauded, but most have been vilified. That's the problem. You know, when we vilify these women, we don't know who they are. We don't know their thoughts on things. They cannot come out and negate what their husbands have said or what the political party that their husbands belong to have asked him to say. She doesn't have control over these things. The ones that she has control over, sometimes these women can, you know, influence the way people live. And I don't know of anyone who has come out to say their first lady is evil and is leading the president to do evil things. If there are, please let me know. I would love to know about such people and do my research and investigation because so far I haven't heard of that. But as we've been celebrating women, I don't think that the month of March alone is enough to celebrate women. So I choose to celebrate African first ladies this period. And I want to start with the Rwandan first lady, Jeanette Kagame. I think that she deserves to be, you know, celebrated and honored. And her full name is Jeanette Nyaramongi Kagame, and she's 56 years old. She's been the first lady since the 24th of March, 2000. She holds a degree in business and management science. She plays a symbolic supporting role to her husband's political career. And she runs Imbuta Foundation, whose mission is to support the development of a healthy, educated, and prosperous society. She's a wife of the president, President Paul Kagame. Since 1989, they've been married since then. And the couple have four biological children. Jeanette Kagame hosted the first African First Lady Summit on Children and HIV AIDS Prevention in May of 2001 in Kigali, Rwanda and co-founded the Organization of African First Ladies Against HIV AIDS in 2002. She served as the president from 2004 until 2006. The Imbuto Foundation, which means SEED, was established in 2007. It extends basic care and economic support to HIV-affected families and has various programs in health, education, youth, and economic empowerment. So I've just given you a brief overview of who she is. I will encourage you to read up on Jeanette Kagame, the wife to the president of um, Rwanda. And, you know, let's celebrate this woman. Look her up. See what she has done. Tweet about it. Talk to somebody about it. Learn more as much as you can. And uh, leave your comments. Tell me what you think. If you think that my findings are right. If you don't think so, leave your comment. And let's talk about it, okay? Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. Music